Hi, friends, and welcome to the Midwest Mompreneurs Podcast. I am your host, Katherine Snellen, and each week I am going to be sitting down to share honest conversations, real resources, and the tips to help you navigate motherhood and building a business at the same time. Let's be honest, it's not an easy journey when you want to do both, but it is possible. Let's get to it. Today's episode is a tasty one. Okay, that might have been a little cheesy, but (laughs) I'm excited to be chatting with Sarah of Grazing KC. She started this concept of creating beautiful and unique charcuterie boards when she became a stay-at-home mom with her newborn daughter. And I personally have worked with Sarah many, many times, and she can constantly blows me away with her beautiful charcuterie board designs. So we are diving into how to start a business, especially one that is outside of your wheelhouse. She was not a cheese expert and really just kind of came up with this creative concept and dove right in. So we are covering all the basics on how to build and launch a business, how to grow on Instagram when you have no background in social media and marketing, and just some different strategies that she has taken along the way to become really successful. So I'm so excited for you guys to listen in on this one. Let's get to it. I am so excited to be chatting with you today, Sarah. Um, We obviously have worked together on client events of mine, and I love your business, what you've created. It is so fun and different. And um, I know that you've gone through a lot of changes, so I'm excited to chat with you. And you're a new mom as well. So if you could kind of just share who you are, your background, what Grazing Casey is, that would be so awesome. Great. Well, I actually was a high school English teacher for the last six years, and I coached the dance team. Um, I was an NFL cheerleader, so I stayed pretty busy, but uh, my husband and I had our daughter this year. Um, We've been married for four years, and her name's Chloe. And Chloe, uh, I decided to stay home with her, and that's really how Grazing KC came about. Um, I love like hosting and entertaining and connecting. Um, and I remember when I was going to stay home with her, everyone's like, what are you going to do? Like, you've always been so busy. Uh, Sarah, like you can't do nothing. And I was like, it'll come. Um, so the crazy thing is, is I actually didn't even like have this in mind when I was going to stay home with her. Um, but I saw a need for this in Kansas City. Like, obviously, I didn't invent graze boards. They've been around. Um, But I would talk to my friends, and they'd be like, I don't know where I'm going to get food for, like, my daughter's birthday party. Or, you know, I don't really just want to go to the grocery store and pick up sandwiches. So um, I just really saw this need, and I love gathering and connecting. And that's really what graze boards are about to me. It's really, like, the social aspect. Um, So I was like, why not? There's a need. Let's go for it. And the crazy thing is, is like, I've never really considered myself like an artist. Um, People ask me like, what are you? It's like, I'm not a chef. I'm not an artist. And it's like, I get to use my creativity um, and just passion for like people and connection uh, and make these graze boards. Uh, So that's kind of how Grazing Casey came about. And I just have loved every moment of it and growing and learning and um, especially connecting with this community. Okay, but your your boards are so beautiful. I remember when I found your account, I'm not even sure how I did, but I stumbled ac- across your account. I was like, these are amazing. I need to have them in all of my client events. And you're so good at customizing every single board. If I give you a color palette or if I tell you the theme, you like go all in. 
Um, so how did you start even figuring out how to do this? Like you haven't been doing it for that long. Um, so there must have been a lot of trial and error or were you just doing it for friends and then taking photos? Like how did it all actually happen? Oh my gosh. Great question. I mean, it really is like the power of social media and Instagram. And I know we can speak to that, but, um, finding something that would create like a wow factor. It's like, I wanted to take like the basic charcuterie board and that's just like step it up a level and be like, wow, this is themed or look at that little, I remember I put like a hairbrush on it when we did it for beauty brands or just taking it to the next level and really experimenting. Yeah. With color palettes or, um, and that's the fun part for me as I get to go to these stores and dig through candy aisles, um, and connect with brands and chocolate shops. So, uh, it's really has been an experiment and I feel like I'm growing every day, like learning about new edible flowers or garnishes or, um, so it is, it's a process. It's trial and error for sure. Uh, but it's so fun for me to just research and branch out. Yeah. I think this is such a genius idea. And if you look at her Instagram grazing Casey, there's so many beautiful types of boards, like all, all different varieties from sweets to cheeses and nuts. And I, I just love all the textures and colors that you play around with. And it's just so creative. It's definitely not something I would have thought to do. Um, but I have noticed in the last year, probably since you launched that this has become a huge trend. Did you, do you feel like you were at the beginning phases of the trend or did you see it, um, on a national level and just say, okay, Kansas city needs this. Totally. So I'm actually from Northern California. And so I feel like the graze boards were bigger there because of like the wine country and the meat and the cheese with, you know, your wine pairings. But I do, I remember the night that I was like, this is what I'm doing. Um, I was like, I'm creating my account right now. Like I'm taking the domain, I'm capitalizing on it because there were like larger cheese borders already there. But, um, but I feel like I'm probably in the middle of that trend. Uh, I remember I was like, Kansas City needs this. Like, like, I can't wait another month. So it definitely was this like urgent aha moment uh, that was fun for me. Because again, I told you, I was like, I didn't know what I was going to do staying home with Chloe. Like, I know I wanted to do something. Um, and then it just came. So it's so it's probably middle of the trend. <laughs> and it's so amazing. And it's like proof that you can truly do anything as a mompreneur or however you want to title yourself because you had no background in food or cheese or any of this. You had no background in styling, food styling, and you had no background in photography and your photos are so beautiful. Like how did, is it just been a trial and error process for you or how have you learned to build this brand? Well, that's amazing because it's really like I activated something I didn't even know was, was inside of me. And I feel like as a teacher, you try to like find that maybe for my students that were high schoolers, like what's that thing? But it was like, I didn't even know that I had this. Um, so learning how art can come in different forms and um, just finding, finding that digging in. But I think with you, it's like I had to try everything, taste everything, research everything, um, meet local businesses and farmers. And so you really just like dive head in and embrace like what's around you. I mean, just companies like, you know, local canning companies or jam companies. And it was so research based. Uh, but that was like the best part about it is these connections. And I feel like that's what I've learned, like making growing a business is all about. It's really about like your relationships with, with those people near you and around yeah. you. And I mean, I remember going into Whole Foods and just like learning, learning their cheese section and experimenting. So it's been, it's been a journey. 
And it hasn't even been a year, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it you hasn't. started, yeah, started your account in September of 2019. It's now end of May, 2020. So you're coming up on that one year and your daughter was very young when you started. How did you find time to balance or juggle or whatever word you want to use being at home with your daughter and then doing the research and launching this business and getting clients and everything that's happened? Yeah. So it's definitely like being this, being in this role is not like an eight to five. Uh, and I actually like, this might be off topic, but remember one time you emailed me and I had put Chloe to bed and, and I was like, this is the only time I have to respond to it. And it, I was almost embarrassed because it was like 9 30 PM. And I'm like, well, this is what it takes. Like it takes finding those gaps in your days. And, um, it doesn't look like the typical role. Uh, so finding that balance. And of course, like my husband, um, he works that eight to five. So I'm able to go to those events in the afternoon or embracing family. Like I'm, I'm quote unquote, like doing this on my own. I don't have, you know, another staffer or whatnot. Um, I call my mom, my CEO. <laughs> she, she has a board meeting with me almost every other day and um, we chat through it. So just those relationships in my life that I, I couldn't do without because of course, Chloe is like my number one focus. That's why I stayed home with her. Um, but grazing KC has just been so fulfilling and rewarding. So yeah. Yeah. And it's so funny. You said the email thing, because I remember life before kids, I would never send an email in the evening, but now that I'm a mom, <laughs> if someone sends me an email, I'm like, I totally get it. You have to work in those those times that you have free so and and the best part about that story is you actually like email me back I think like 30 minutes yeah. later and I was like okay I'm not embarrassed about this but you know as like a teacher I'm like my high schoolers like I taught them you know you don't email your teacher at 10 p.m right <laughs> so right I know um, and you can always schedule emails now all of that but um so you've built this business really fast, which is amazing without even really that being the goal. You wanted to have a creative project. Like how did you even figure out the logistics of like pricing and where to, where to buy? And like you mentioned all these local partners that you have, like, were you just kind of every week tackling one thing at a time or how did it kind of progress? Okay. And I'm not just saying this because it's you, but I will say like, I learned so much um, from following your account and your social media strategies because I really did like grow my business off of Instagram just until recently. Like I didn't have a website, didn't have a Facebook. Um, so it was a social media strategies. And I think something that you preach, which really has stuck to me and I try to like stay consistent with it is like, you want to just grow, right? Like it's so exciting to see that like 5,000 or 10 K or whatnot, but it, it is so about like embracing and serving those followers that you have. And, um, I'm so glad that I learned that from you because I do have like consistent clients. Like I don't need to go find, you know, 10,000 clients. If I have those people who or businesses that have an event every Friday or a book club every other Wednesday. So really just like I have friends in this community I would have like never had if I hadn't started this, like regardless of their age or stage. Um, so definitely just those relationships. Yeah. Yeah. And that's so smart because it's true. And when you like nurture those, like I know for us, when we were doing events for my business, I was booking you for 99% of our catering because not only was the board so beautiful, but people always talked about them and you were so smart about including your business cards with every board that we bought. So every time we were doing the event, the attendees would see the board, they would see your business cards and hopefully that would bring in referrals for you as well. And I also love that 
after every event, you share a photo of the board you create and tell the story behind it and, and like why you had so much fun sourcing a particular item. And I love seeing the work you create for me and my brand or my clients or, or whoever you're serving because it just, it kind of gives you that social media trickle effect where the board may have been eaten and long gone, but you can still, <laughs> it can still live on. And I know some of the photos I've posted of your boards have like gotten so much attention and attraction. So I'm sure that um, that helps a lot too, but I think. Right. And I think like social media is so appealing to the eye. So like one, everyone loves that, you know, thing that catches their eye, but two, like everyone loves food. Like there's no one that can't connect over um, some good food, but going back to your point, like, I think this, like the community, like local community, like really embraced me. And that's like, I'm so thankful for, because probably before this, like I didn't, I didn't know about, you know, all these small businesses or influencers or brands. Um, and I, and I'm so thankful for that, like awareness and those connections, because I'm like Kansas city, like helped me grow. And now I'm able to give back to the city. So it is this, this circle, um, yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It really is. And it's really cool to see. Okay. So you started, you know, creating these grazing boards for your friends or for parties or things that you were going to. And then you started work with, working with more corporate brands or um, local brands in the community. And then I saw you were doing workshops and you were doing um, really fun events that you yourself were hosting. So when did you decide I want to teach and like marry that, that career that I had in teaching and then also this business that I've created? Right. So I love that there's like unseen things and I still think I'm like, you know, where is this, where is this going to lead me or what, what's, what could happen? And it hasn't even been a year, but, um, I know that like, I love teaching and I love sharing. And I remember I was going to start these workshops and people were like, but you're going to give away your tips. And I'm like, but that's like what I love. Like I want other people to feel this like creative energy and be able to host and serve, um, and so I took that, you know, teaching background and that's why I feel like workshops really fit this business is um, I'm able to share my passion for teaching and food. Um, so those kind of took off, obviously with the recent times it's shifted, but again, it's just like another learning thing. And, um, I'm actually starting to book like a lot of little in-home workshops. Like I have a bachelorette party of like six and, you know, obviously they can't travel out of town right now. So you know, they're going to make boards and just bring it to the lawn, um, of the Nelson or whatnot. So yeah. ever evolving and changing, but still bringing that, uh, to people and sharing my passion with them. Yeah. I love that. And I think that's so smart. I think that with everything that's happened, especially if you work in the events industry or that's your main source of income, it can feel really disheartening, but if you make little shifts, people still want to have fun. They still want to eat good food. They still want to have like these entertaining moments. And so I think it's totally possible to still have a business. And I love, I love what you said about the teaching because I have been there myself. I think so many people are afraid to share value and give away their secrets, but you have to remember that most of those people just want to have a really great experience and they don't want to copy your business or they don't, right. <laughs> don't want to do what you do. They just want to have a fun time and they'll, they'll remember you. And you know, even if someone does repl replicate what you do, and I'm sure you've experienced that, um, people will always come back to you because they built that relationship. Right. And I think there is like room for everyone. It's like, well, how many people are having a birthday mother's Day, you know, in Kansas city, it's like, I'm not going to be able to serve everyone. So knowing that it's like, you know, there is room for everyone. And like you've said, it's like, I have built those connections and whatnot. And hopefully 
I always say the experience around the board and their memories made around the board are what, um, what's going to bring like the client back to me, but yeah. And I think that's so smart. And you're always pushing the boundary. Like I feel like every new photo you share is more creative or, or different. And I love that you're always kind of like pushing yourself to do things a little bit differently. And I think that's a great way to stand out too. Thanks. And it is so like unique. Cause I'm like, I, I am like, I feel like it is an art. So when I'm like, well, maybe I could have someone help me out, but it's like, it's my own like aha moment in the middle of the night. That's like, Oh, I want to create this chiefs theme, you know, Kansas city. Uh, yeah. So finding those little moments of inspiration and creativity. Yeah. I love that. So what other Instagram tips or um, marketing tips have helped you as you've built this brand? Because you've, you've really grown a large following, even though, you know, it's not 10,000 followers, like you said, but you've grown a large following in a short amount of time. Like, what are some of the things that you think helped you? Um, it might sound silly, but I really like now believe in like the power of the hashtag. <laughs> um, like when I didn't know where to start, I seriously started hashtagging like, KC cheese, KC farm, KC. Um, and I really like did my research there. And I know sometimes when I ask people like, how did you find me? They're like, I typed in charcuterie. Like, um, so that sounds so silly, but you know, like, where do you even begin if this isn't a, there's no curriculum for like creating your grace board business. And so, um, that might be a little, little social media strategy that helped me. Yeah. Yeah. And you're good about, um, connecting with other people, I feel like, and you don't integrate a lot of your personal life in there, but I think people know that you are the person behind the brand too. Thanks. I know. And I think that does go back to like my captions. Like it is so easy just to be like, here's this board for sale, like buy this board and like be salesy, but that's actually like not who I am. I, I'm laughing that I'm in this because I'm like the worst salesman. Like I wouldn't <laughs> want to push anyone into anything. Um, and so just like inviting them. Yeah. Like into my world or into my experience or the vision behind it or the color scheme, um, or even like the client story. So sharing, yeah. sharing a little piece behind that has really helped people, um, connect with me. Yeah. I think that's so smart. Um, so tell me like when everything happened, the COVID and obviously that affected your business as it does anyone in events, how did you decide to keep going and move forward? And like, what are the things that you're, the changes you're making to um, keep Grazing Casey alive? That's great. Um, well, I think going back to like my time with my daughter, it was like, I had this month and a half and I totally embraced it. I was like, this is like Chloe and me, you know, I got creative energy. I would write down my ideas, but I really did like step away um, and just try to like brainstorm and take notes. but you know, focus that time, like completely a hundred percent back into her, which was so fun. Um, but now that things are kicking into gear, uh, kind of like marketing, it's been fun seeing people buy boards as gifts. Like, it's just, it's so cool that people are like, I want to cheer my friend up or, you know, I want to drop this off for my teacher, which your market is like ever evolving, right? Like it used to be like a big business having a luncheon. So, um, finding, finding a place. Like there's always, like I said, a room for social, ga uh, social gatherings, whether it's gifting or whatnot, but yeah, I love that. So did you come up with the ideas first or did you wait until people asked you for those services? Good question. A lot of this, like I have taken slow because 
again, like I wanted to have everything, right? Like the brunch board, the dessert board, the, um, going back to the beginning of this, but I kind of like waited till people asked me because it's like, I don't want to overdo everything. Right. Like I really feel like it is being a mom and this business owner is like about balance. And if there's a need, like I'll definitely need it. They don't need to create something and like force people into this. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I love that it's truly a passion for you and it's something that's fulfilling and like makes you excited because, um, I think that you can have both as a mom and as a business owner. So, right. Like I never imagined like being a part of people's like wedding mornings or, and, and it is, it's just being a little part of Kansas city, uh, and sharing like special days or even like sad days. Like I actually just did, I know this is sad, but like a board for like a funeral, you know, like they weren't able to have it, but they wanted to bring something. And so just like you share these little moments um, that makes your job and your role like so much more fulfilling. It's like, okay, yeah, you're designing food, but there is like this greater, you yeah. know, purpose and whatnot. <laughs> I think it really like creates a conversation too, because I know when I've brought your boards to events before, sometimes they're networking events and people don't know each other. And it's like, everyone gathers at the food table or wherever the food is. And so it's like, it sparks conversations like, oh, what cheese is that? Or, oh, look how cute that little cookie is or things like that. And so I think that the creativity, you know, it, it makes conversation. So it definitely does bring people together. I'm like, there's no one who can't connect, connect over good food. And, um, I'm like, we all have that in common, right? Like yeah. the eating factor. So <laughs> yeah, I true. love that. So what are some of your tips for, you know, working with your daughter at home, being a full-time mom and having a business, um, other than doing emails at evening, which I know all <laughs> of us have to do, but are there any other little tips? Like, were you bringing Chloe along with you on trips? Like what were kind of the things that, how you made it work? Right. So I obviously like with my husband and my family and like babysitter, it was like the help factor, but yeah, at the beginning, it was like such a learning curve. Like I didn't have it down. Right. And so there were times that I would, you know, like my neighbors would help out and whatnot. And now I have like a system down, but I do think it's about balance because like, I know like for me, there are weekends that people, you know, want to board, but I do have to like take that off because I'm working like Fridays and Saturday and Sundays, but that's like when my husband has off. And of course we want like that time together. So I like can't say no to people, but I've had to learn to just like, you know, schedule in that family time or me time and, um, make that, make that happen. But yeah, I remember like one of my, like we did like a, a photo shoot and, um, I like brought my babysitter and Chloe cause she was like so young. Um, and I didn't want to like leave her alone. And they like came to the photo shoot and Chloe like got in the photo at the end, but just those little moments that you have to make things work. Yeah, I've been there too. I remember in the beginning phases, I would bring Ford with me everywhere. And I, I was like, oh my gosh, people are going to be so turned off by this, but it was the complete <laughs> opposite. So um, yeah, I think, I think people don't care as long as you're doing what you have to do. I think it's totally fine. Um, and I remember too, like in the early stages, I would I would pick up from you because I was like, I don't want to make her deliver. And you know, those are the little things that you have to look at in your time when you create a business. It's like, it's not just like creating this board. It's going to the grocery store. It's, um, you know, thinking through all the cre creative ideas. Like there's so many layers that go into it. So 
so many layers. And I think that's like, I just remember there was like a time in my life where people would be like, you know, be your own boss. Like, don't you want to be your own boss? Like how many times have we heard that? Um, and it sounds so cool, but I'm like, oh my goodness. Like the word entrepreneur <laughs> is so packed and like, yet alone adding mom on top of it. It's like, I really like from shopping and creating a menu and pricing and just like researching the foods that go together and learning about the art. And I mean, there's so much, like you said, photography was just a huge learning curve for me and marketing and Instagram. So it's like, I seriously feel like I play like 20 roles that I would have never, like I just created a website and I really did that on my own. Um, I wanted to learn that. So it's been like a growing learning process for me, but that word entrepreneur, I'm like, it can sound fancy, like you're your own boss, but there's so much more to oh my it. Gosh, um, so much to it. And, <laughs> and taxes and all the not so fun, like business things that go into the business um, that are important. So yeah, I totally get it. And I feel like you've been really organized. I'm sure like being a teacher is part of that. But I mean, I even remember in the beginning when you had first launched, like you had a pricing menu for different options, which I think is smart and not, not too many options, but enough that you could find what made sense for you. And I'm sure you've evolved over time too. But um, I also think just the tip of like starting with doing your research instead of just launching it because I think that once you kind of get into your rhythm and flow, it'll make it so much easier for the client to book with you and for you to create that beautiful experience for them. I know. Um, and I'm that person that gets like anxious and excited and like wants to jump into things. But I'm like, I think if you like start it the right way, then you don't have to go back and like redo everything you've done. Um, and so I feel like just like the first week people would be like, I found my Instagram with like, how much? Tell me this. And I'm like, stay tuned. Like, I don't, I want to sell you or I want you to be a part of this, but you know, I want to do it the right way. And so we can like have this, you know, formal connection and relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure too, like the more events or the more, um, boards that you create for different things, you realize like, I really enjoy doing these things and I don't really enjoy doing these other things. And that's when you can start to say no. So you can free up that time you know, to be a mom and not have to do every single thing that comes your way. Right. And that's what I think like workshops were definitely like a time for me, which might sound crazy, but like I got to, you know, I'm, I'm, I guess I'm like alone when I'm creating these boards, but kind of get out and have that social aspect um, with people in the community, whether it was my friends or whatnot. So tell me like, who is the, your dream client or what's your dream board or maybe both? Like, what oh are my gosh, this is a great question. <laughs> I know. Um, I'm like, am I allowed to say this? No, I, I, I love like doing like sports themes board. Um, like, and so I love like our city and whatnot. So really like that Super Bowl board was probably my dream board because I was like an NFL cheerleader and I love the Kansas City Chiefs. That's probably like, one of the reasons I fell in love with Kansas City being from California. And so when they went to the Super Bowl this year, like it was just such a dream to, you know, create all those boards. I remember I created like a football field with candy and that one like wasn't going to anyone, but I was like, I just want to do this and celebrate um, our city. And so those Super Bowl boards were so fun. Well, and you ended up getting media from that. You did a few TV segments I saw as a result of the Super Bowl boards right created. so I mean sometimes that's that's great marketing for you too is when you just create for yourself 
there are such unexpected things because uh, my, which just might be off topic, but my first board I ever made was this Kodiak cake board um, like that I ever posted. And it was just like waffles and this wasn't for anyone. Like this is like really early on. Um, and I recently got to work with Kodiak Cakes on a board. And so just to see like the evolution um, and growth, that was so like rewarding. And I mean, a little bit of a dream for me because um, that was my first board and it just came yeah. full circle. I love that. And I love that because so many people like entrepreneurs, influencers, whoever want to work with brands. And that is like the best way to go about it is to share and talk about the brands you already love and for them to like catch on to what you're doing. And I think that's so smart. Like, I don't know. I just think that's awesome. Yeah. And I think that's a big thing of like going along, like not forcing anything, like just really letting your creativity and your passion shine and those natural, I feel like I keep saying the word connections, but like those natural um, connections happening. So yeah, I love that. Do you have any tips on like how, how to start a business or maybe things you would do differently now that you've done it for almost a year? Goodness, I think, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, oh, I think just like really embracing every factor of it and knowing that, you know, there's, there's not just like one element about it. You have to be about like your whole whole brand. And again, that's something you've taught me, but it's like, well, I am a brand. I'm not just a designer or I don't just work with food, but you know, I'm a marketer and a photographer and a connector. And so, um, you know, what experience do I want around this board and creating a whole concept and a long-term vision? Um, but also just like being able to be flexible. Like I feel like during this time and whatnot, just, just growing with your brand and being able to change things again. Like I finally caved into a Facebook page. I don't really use Facebook, um, you know, creating that website. So I don't know why I was against it, but I just thought it would be overwhelming and a lot of work, but yeah, it's, it's smart to use this time or to use downtime off seasons, things like that to work on your business. So I think that's really good. And it makes you look, um, legitimate. Like, like we said earlier, there's so many people that are like hopping on this food styling, um, graze board kind of trend. And so if they see, okay, she has a website, she has a place to contact, she has, you know, all these different things going on that she's really someone we want to work with. So I think that that is smart and it makes you stand out from people that might just be doing it for a hobby, which there's totally a place for all of those things. But, um, yeah, yeah because that. behind it, yeah, like you said, there is a legitimacy of having, you know, these certain licensings and whatnot um, versus it just being a hobby. And so, I mean, now I have Grace board friends around the country and it's so cool because I feel like we get to bounce ideas off of each other. And this just has totally evolved into something I actually never expected it to evolve to. Um, but I'm so thankful for that. Yeah, I love that. I love that so much. Um, What's kind of next for you? Do you have any workshops or virtual events or things like that that we can stay tuned for? Goodness. Um, right now I'm just kind of doing small workshops and um, just kind of catering to people who maybe had to like cancel large events and um, I'm making like little mini boards for this like table setting. So just really working with people maybe who um, have been, you know, bummed out by this COVID and um, had to cancel things. but goodness. I'm like, maybe an idea will come tonight, but that's kind of how they work these days. <laughs> yeah. 
And I love that something that you do, which I always encourage people to do is to like ask your audience what they want. I've seen you've done a ton of like fun Instagram story polls where you'll, you'll ask, do you prefer apricots or um, berries? <laughs> like, like, do you prefer this type of cheese or that type of cheese? I think that's so smart. It's fun to engage with as the audience because I'm like, oh yeah, I want to share which one I like. But I also think it's just really cool that you're connecting with people even in a time where maybe you couldn't serve them. Totally. Cause I think there's like, there is a human right behind the Instagram or the account. And I, I remember just like sometimes before being like, Oh, if they, you know, have over 5,000 followers, like they don't even look at it. Right. Like they're so busy. And, and I'm like, but it is going back to that relationship piece and like learning about those people. And that's like so fun for me. I'm like, Oh, people like this, like, let me change it up. And they are real questions. Like I never know to use green or red grapes, purple grapes. Um, so I love like finding out those answers, even though people are like, that was fun for me. Um, and another thing with those polls is like the cost. I think sometimes, um, I'll be like, guess the price. And people are like super caught off guard, um, by it or the amount it takes, like the time it takes to put together a board. Um, so factoring in all those different things and just sharing with people like, Hey, this is what I do from, you know, the cleaning and the cutting to the shopping to the budgeting. Um, yeah. And so they have fun. I love that. I think that's so smart. Um, so tell me like, what are you excited about this summer? Do you have any fun plans and, um, how do you kind of see your role as a mom continuing to evolve with your business? Like, is it something you just like want to keep keep doing and showing your daughter, like, I'm able to do this on the side. Like what is kind of like your end goal there? I absolutely love that. Like I definitely, definitely want to keep doing this and grow, um, just with our local community and, and really like, I, I've loved like the brand connections, whether it's jam or honey, like finding that these other companies like have a place with me. Um, but I love right now, like Chloe's at the age, she wants to know everything. Um, and so if I like make the board for my husband and I, it is so fun to like have Chloe, like she, sometimes I'll show her and she wants to like touch and like pick blueberries. I'm like, she's already a grazer. Um, so it's been, it's been a fun like mom moment teaching uh, her or like I've showed her some of my interviews on the screen and she's like, whoa, that's mom. So um, it's just, it's so like rewarding you know, having her, but just adding like a business on top and managing all of that is even more so. Yeah. I love that. So Sarah, can you tell everyone where they can follow you, find you, stay connected with you on social media? Yes. Well now I'm grazing KC.org, <laughs> which like I haven't even, I don't even announce it, but I'm like, it's there. Um, it's a real thing. And then it's grazing Kansas city at gmail.com, uh, and grazing KC on Instagram and Facebook. So Awesome. Okay. I have one last question. What is your favorite cheese that someone needs to try? Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, local, I'm like loving green dirt farm and I'm just like so excited for them to get open with their tours because they do have tours. Um, but my favorite cheese right now is maybe like Beamster Gouda. It might be pretty simple, but I love like a hard cheese. Um, so that's a good one. <laughs> Love it. I'm so, I'm like craving a cheese board after this conversation. So, <laughs> thank you so much for your time and for having this conversation. And like, I've loved getting to know you over the past year and seeing you grow. So it's really inspiring to me too. No, thank you so much. This is an honor. Cause again, like I've learned so much from following your KES and those strategies. And I did, 
I did start on Instagram and build this off of Instagram. So yeah, thanks for those possible. marketing tips. It's possible it is. for anyone. So I know it seems so far off reach and I'm like, I'm living in it. This is so cool. Yeah. I love it. Well, thank you so much and have a great rest of your day. Yeah, you too. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode of Midwest Mompreneurs. I'm your host, Katherine Snellen, and I appreciate you so much. Let's keep the conversation going on social media. You can follow me on Instagram at the Catherine Elise.